welcome to Left of Lenin, a socialist news podcast. I'm your host, Alan, joined by my buddy and co-host, V. Hello, hello. I hope everyone's doing all right in this capitalist hellscape we live in. <laughs> Today we will be discussing uh, Joe Biden and the COVID mask mandate, the vaccine mandates. We'll discuss Gavin Newsom and the California recall election. And of course, I don't know if you've seen V online... AOC decided to shockingly wear a dress. She wore a dress? Are you kidding me? to get a lot of people's panties in a bunch. We'll be discussing that as well. But first, Aviv, let me ask you something. Mm. Do you support mask mandates in general? So, like, you're you're fully vaccinated, right? I'm fully vaccinated. Okay, let me ask you a question. Hashtag Moderna squad, let's go. Moderna is the superior vaccination. If you don't have a Moderna where you are, you should come to the United States. We have a lot of listeners, by the way, outside of the United States. Mm. Uh, Come to the United States, get Moderna, Google us, look us up, email us, subscribe, and then we will find you a CVS to get you a Moderna shot. Right, specifically Moderna shot. If you ask for anything else, we'll just leave you on the uh, sidewalk. That's the Allen promise. I will literally inject your eyeball with Moderna. But let me ask a question, right? So you're, you're at, let's just say, the mall. Okay. Right. You're fully vaccinated at this point. You just want to go shopping. How do you feel if at the door of the mall they're like, no, you got to mask up? I don't mind masking up. Is, is there anywhere uh, that you would you would be annoyed that you have to wear a mask? I, pretty much nowhere. I think if I had to wear a mask at my desk while working, that would probably cross the line. At that point, I would say, why don't you just let me work from home? Right. Besides that, I think... You know, if you need me to wear a mask in our library, in the mall, you know, See, whatever. I have, I have a lot of friends who feel that they're fully vaccinated. They hang out with only people who are fully vaccinated. Uh, at this point, they shouldn't need to uh, wear a yeah. mask. No, I agree with that like perspective. If you, if you get COVID, it's on you is kind of their argument. Right. No, yeah. It depends on the context of the conversation. If we're talking about masks in general... You know, pretending that there's a brand new pandemic and it's, you know, we're, we're doing the whole quarantine thing again. Right. I never complained about the masks. I think it took me only a couple of months to get used to wearing them. And at right. some point they became second nature. It got to the point where, like, once the mask mandates started lifting, right. I felt naked in public. Yeah, I felt weird it. not wearing the mask. Right, right. And it would basically it would just be a sense of just judging uh, the surroundings, seeing, like, what percentage of people are wearing masks around me. and. Right. Who's going uh, to think of a dumbass in a given south, time? The American South. And if you're one of the people who are outside the country listening to this podcast in the United States, if you don't know the American South, it is very conservative right wing in general. And also a big problem in America is like the COVID misinformation campaigns and, you know, literally believing just the most false, you know, injecting bleach. Type My deal. freedom. Yeah, injecting bleach. There, there is no COVID, or if there is COVID, it's a big conspiracy hoax, and it's not as bad as you think. So I had to go down south, and I got to tell you, it was like 5% of people wearing masks at the time. It makes right. sense why like, like most of the American death toll is like in the south. Um, right. But, but even avoiding the obviously the, the south is holding us back. Well, I have friends with vac- vaccine mandates, like, they don't want to have to show cards or prove that they're vaccinated or that's too m- – they don't want to go to a-, a party where someone's asking for vaccine proof and right. things like that. I don't mind. I don't mind the mask. I don't mind – if you want to see my vaccination card, I don't care. But well, I-, I have yeah. some friends who are very against, you know, being held up by – yeah, that, that's that's why I sort of have this like radical centrist view on this topic, just because on a personal level, like the logistics of carrying a mask on me or proof of vaccination is as easy as it is to carry my license. It's just in my wallet, like whatever. Right. It's it's not a burden. It, it, in that case, from a personal perspective, I don't mind wearing a mask. I don't mind you know proving to people I got vaccinated. Whatever. I turn it into a meme. I like pretending like there's this whole like red versus blue, like Sapphire versus Ruby, <laughs> Moderna versus Pfizer sort of thing. We're all going to get our pool noodles and start beating the crap out of each other based right. on these team lines. But it is true, scientists say, that uh, the whole purpose of a mask isn't to protect yourself from the outside environment. It's to protect others around you from your internal environment. It's to stop that sneeze, right. stop the particles that you're going to sneeze out. So really, when I wear a mask, it's not to protect myself so much as it is right. to protect you standing in front of me. So in that regard, people who choose not to get vaccinated and put themselves at risk and therefore cause me to 
have to wear a mask in order to protect them, you're right. basically imposing a burden on but, me. But shouldn't it be on them? Yes. For just not being vaccinated. If you want to come and hang out with me, you're not vaccinated, and I give you COVID, well, right. You know, I don't feel too bad about that. Right, you know, I exactly. I really don't. Like, you chose to hang out and not be vaccinated. Now, on this point, uh, Joe Biden saw the COVID vaccination reports in America. Uh, in the United States, unlike a lot of other countries, we are either blessed or maybe that's not the word because we uh, bought them all, but... Lots of vaccinations in the United States. There's no reason that we can't vaccinate every single American, and yet vaccination rates are really slow. We have about 53, 54% of the country fully vaccinated at this point who are allowed to get vaccinated. So that's a lot less because you have to think of people like the, the sick, the young, the people who aren't able to. So we really have a long way to go with our vaccination rates. So Joe Biden has done quite a lot now. He's now mandating that if your job has over 100 people in it, you have to get vaccinated or else take a COVID test once a week. And if you don't, it's against OSHA. And OSHA is this big health department that, you know, you can get fined like $14,000. Right. It's that's, a big deal. Per, that's a significant per case. sum of money right there. $14,000, I mean, can put a company under. Now, what I love about this bill is the fact that it's just just enough wiggle room in order to be able to defend himself and say, look, this isn't a mandate. You don't have to get vaccinated. I'm not forcing you. Right. You, you can, just, you can just get tested once a week. But also, who in their right mind wants to get a COVID test once a week? Right. Essentially, you know, if you're a normal person, you're going to say, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go get that vaccine. I don't, I don't want to get a you know, I don't want to get a COVID test once a week, even if it is as easy as maybe going to like your local convenience store. Uh, right. But you know, I mean, it's your money that you have to go out of your way to do. Exactly. It's a big pain in the ass. You got to schedule the, you know, go out of your way to get one. So it's my understanding that you've brought some numbers with you. Right. So I'm a big numbers guy. And I'm I, not, I, I do not understand numbers. They are might Way as well too be abstract. Egyptian hieroglyphics. <laughs> I do not understand numbers when I look at them. So, right. Well, um, hopefully, I can help guide you Thank through you. this. Let's uh, let's play a little game. Okay. So, I was really curious to to see like how popular Biden's new bill was, right? Because okay. as you would expect, it would be pretty controversial among the right, and generally supported on the left. And so I wanted to see what what are the numbers? What what are the Americans thinking about this? So if we look at the morning consult poll, this is from Politico. Okay. About three in five U.S. adults back the White House plan to increase COVID-19 vaccinations. Now, there's a lot of different questions here. They are split into all adults versus Democrats versus Republicans. Oh. So let's just go Democrats versus Republicans. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to read out what the... Okay thing is and then you tell me how many you think percent wise um, percent wise okay. yeah we're not not raw number wise okay. but so all right in terms of biden encouraging states to require covid19 vaccinations for all school employees that would be like teachers you know um custodians lunch ladies lunch ladies it staff or right. it staff so what percentage of democrats polled do you think support this Democrats, I'd say like 74%. I think it's a high number. 74%. Nice. Pretty hot. 70, higher? Higher. 78. Higher. 79? Higher. 80? <laughs> 82%. No higher. <laughs> no higher? Is this your final guess? 82%. I'm not going any higher than that. This is, this is, we're playing a game where if you go above the number, you lose. All right, well, then 80%. Cl- closest, higher. <laughs> 81%. Higher. All right, I'm done. You're done? Yeah. You're tapping out? I'm tapping out. Tapping out. 84% of Democrats support... That's okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, a little faith in humanity restored, right? Right. All right, so among Republicans, what would you predict is the, you know, supporting percentage? I'm going to go with... Now, remember, these guys, you know, stormed the Capitol on January 6th. They think Trump is still president secretly, hiding in a bunker somewhere. I'll go 33%. 33. Yeah, I'll go 33%. Honestly, Cold? I feel like you're you're a bit a bit pessimistic there, which is 40 so painful 42%. to say. 42%. 42? That's it. I'm tapping out. 42%. Oh, you were just over. It's 38% supporting. 38%. All right. 
honestly, if you ask me, I think that number is pretty high. Yeah. From what I would expect. I, I guarantee you if – I mean, the American polls on, on like, Trumpists in general have not it, – it's always been wrong. Because right. Trump reports, uh, supporters are, like, notoriously hard to get a hold of via the phone or the internet. Or really? They're, yeah, they're very hard to get a hold of. Is it one of those things where they just don't want to admit that they're Trump supporters? That, it's possible. Like, there are so many theories on why the polls are always wrong. So, like, you say, like, oh, Trump's down by, like, 11 points, and then he loses by, like, two or three. And it's like, well, where the fuck did the, the 9% come from, right? Right. Um, so, I, you know, you're saying 38%. All right. All right. So, requiring most healthcare workers to get vaccinated without the ability to opt out through regular testing. So, basically, this is right. a mandate on healthcare workers to okay. get vaccinated. Among Democrats, what do you think the supporting percentage is? Not able to opt out health-wise? I feel like that's, I think that's just as high. I think it's got to be like 83%. That was very close. It's actually 82%. Okay. And then among Republicans. Now, this is more of a strict mandate here, so... It is more of a strict mandate, but I feel like the idea of a hospital, you gotta be more... I I say 45%. 45% in support? It's a hospital, yeah. It's a hospital, right. You would think that that would be the common sense position. Sure. Well, that's why you're wrong. It's the common sense position. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, You're gonna have to go lower. 35%. 35%. 35 very close. It's 36% supporting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh... I mean, but both of these have been pretty consistent so far. Right. And so here's the main part. You're um, just pro or anti-vax. Pretty much. Requiring all employers with at least 100 workers to mandatory vaccinations or testing. For Democrats, weekly. I'm going to say 72%. 72%? Yeah. Warm. 76%. Hot. All right, that's as high I'm going. 80% okay. in favor. Well, still high. Right. Uh, for Republicans, I'm going to guess 30%. Pretty close. It was actually 33%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot lower. That makes sense. Right. And then, finally, requiring most federal employees and contractors to get vaccinated without the ability to opt out through regular testing. So this is federal employees and contractors. Uh, 79% for Democrats. And... I'll go 30% for Republicans. Really close. 81% for Democrats and 31% for Republicans. all right. But yeah, these numbers aren't surprising. I mean, you've got one party that is rejecting decades worth of science. I mean, polio. Yeah. Like... They they think they are... Well, again, they they are in a different media bubble. Right. right? They are in a different world. Right. Right. You know, I, I compare it to, like, wearing the, uh, the the classic 3D glasses, the red and blue. It's kind of like you're covering one of the eyes, so everything looks red. But the blue is still there. Right. You know, it's like it's two worlds overlapping. Right. You know? And, and both sides think it's true. Now, now, I'm trying to sound like a centrist. I'm saying, like, these media bubbles have created two alternate realities. Um, you know, as everyone knows, the, the socialist uh, view is the correct one. Oh, yeah, definitely. And specifically our brand of socialism and our interpretation. Yes, of course. Is is what's correct. We're giving you the real facts. Right. Anderson Cooper and Tucker Carlson are not. Right, exactly. Very important to remember. (laughs) So, this initiative that Biden's going through in terms of trying to get more of the country vaccinated, super important. Uh Oh, you got more numbers for me? Yeah, I got more numbers for you. Uh, Do you still want to play this game? Oh, okay. Okay, so out of the. New coronavirus cases that happen in Pennsylvania this year. How many of those coronavirus cases are related to unvaccinated people? What percentage of them? I'll go 95%. 95%. Yeah, this article in the Philadelphia Inquirer says actually 94% of new coronavirus oh, cases. damn. Right. You know, if we were playing for money right now, I'm sure you'd be fuming. Yeah, state, state officials have said this. 97% of deaths... Ah, 97%? 97% of deaths were attributed to the unvaccinated. It's not even like you can make the argument. No, you can't even make the argument like, oh, you know, 50-50 or 60-40, whatever, I'll take my chances. You know, the science is unclear. It's like 97%. Like, what what more can we do? I don't know if we're still at that point, but we were at a point where we were having a 9-11 every single day. And we still are. And we still are. We're having a 9-11 every single day. We've had... One in 500 Americans die of COVID at this point. Right. You know, like, that's 
fucking one in 500. Crazy. That's one in 500. So if you line 500 gone. people up, one of them's gone. Guarantee one of them's gone. Yeah, it's gone. And it's not even just gone. You have to remember that this is a disease. It's not like a bullet wound where it's like, all right, whatever. You know, it's crazy. It's like you're don't... suffering, right? When you think of like the Spanish flu, which killed like millions, right? Yeah. Like it was very, very deadly. You think of coronavirus. Coronavirus is nowhere near as deadly as the Spanish flu, but we've just let it go and go. Like we let this right. thing fucking continue. Right. We we are just lucky right now that the lethality of COVID isn't higher than it is. Right. It's already pretty high, but it you know it's not like an Ebola virus. Right. Like when, when you talk about like, all right, maybe it's a one percent chance of dying, but if you you know there's like seven billion people on the earth, suddenly you're killing, you know. Millions of fucking people. Right. You know, like, yeah. it, it's, it's pretty fucked up. When you start talking about percentages. Again, I'm not the numbers guy. But. Right. Um, okay, so the Philadelphia Inquirer goes on with some more numbers here. Uh, in terms of 639,729 positive cases of COVID in January 2021 okay. in PA, good old PA, how many of those, percentage-wise, do you think occurred to people that were vaccinated? Post-vaccination. I'm going to go 3% then. 3%. Yeah. Very close. It's actually 6%. Oh, well, that makes sense. You just said it was 94% of people who were unvaccinated, so it makes right. sense that it should be 6%. Right, so that's 35,000. Right. What's even more interesting is the the fact that only 213 of them actually resulted in deaths. And that's 13,000. Out of what? Uh, you said 35,000? How many? 35,000 actually got cases and only 200... Who were vaccinated. Who were vaccinated. And only, like, how many died? 213. It's not that much. It's not that much. I like to roll the dice. Right. And that, I think a, I will go to that movie theater without a mask. V, thank you. Yeah. I mean, if I, I've basically given you, like, legal permission to do so. I'll that bouncer right on the lips. <laughs> Let's go. What kind of movie theater are you going to where I, you have a bouncer? Every movie... Th- Listen, you've never been to a movie theater that I've gone to. Some of the movie theaters in Philly. I'm not kidding you, Brad. I, when I yeah. was growing up, I went to the movies all the fucking time in Philadelphia. I remember in, I saw Fast Five, the fifth Fast and Furious movie. I remember there was like three fights during the movie, and security had to come in and pull people out of the theater, bro. And it was like multiple times. It's like, motherfucker, I'm just trying to watch the movie. People right. were throwing bottles. People were throwing whole cases of popcorn. Are you it kidding was, me? Dude, wow. what I'm telling you, it gets fucking rowdy in a Philadelphia movie theater, man. I, go to a horror film, bro. Horror film, I first off, no one shuts the fuck up in a horror film in Philadelphia, bro. Really? It, dude, it's like 80 conversations going, like, talking about the movie, uh, this character, that character, what they look like, you know, I hope he dies, I hope he... D-. Dude, it is right. fucking... It, Philadelphia is wild. Right, yeah. Um, that's that's crazy. I'd like to get some You got a guy kissing on bouncers on the lips? Really? You know, yeah. That happened yeah, yeah, once. Yeah. Well, now I'm saying I would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Watch well, out. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. But anyway, <laughs> moving on from there. So, uh, right. COVID, obviously, big topic. We'll, we'll be returning to it as much as possible as we move on. Right. I wanted to move on to a topic that we talked about last week a few times. Sure thing. Uh, sure thing. So I brought up Gavin Newsom and how he is he was facing a recall election. Now, most states, recall elections are pretty simple. you got to get a you know, 30 40% of the people who voted in the last election to sign a petition to recall a, a candidate. Now, in California, it was like 15%. Ridiculously right. low. Now, the reason why it was so low, and it makes sense, is like in the early 1900s, it was really hard to recall anybody because California is a massive state. I mean, it is, it is absolutely huge. California right. is our biggest state in a lot of ways. I mean, it'd be the world's sixth largest economy mm. uh, just by itself. Population-wise, I believe it's the highest by Did you far. say the world's largest? Yeah. Sixth so, it, largest? so if California was its own country, it'd be the world's sixth largest economy. That's incredible. Um, so California is, is huge. So and that's why the governor position in that job highly is coveted, very coveted, very important. I mean, if you think about if you think about it. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor. Ronald Reagan was a governor. Richard Nixon tried to become governor. So there was like a, a bit of a springboard to national election. Kamala Harris was the senator of Cal- uh, California. There, there's not much of a quicker way of getting national fame than being related to California. Well, I, I don't know why we're all so worried about climate change. I mean, it looks like, you know, once that massive earthquake hits and California naturally just dips into the Pacific, right. they'll be fine. 
We they can just turn into their own country. They we can go need out. The big one to hit California. We need Yellowstone to explode. We right. Cover can... the sky in ash where it gets really cold. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're cooking now. We're right. Na- now we got uh, cold again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fixed everything. We fixed everything. Thank you, Yellowstone. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you know? Anyway, so Gavin Newsom faced a recall election. I talked about it a little bit last week. It's total bullshit how it happened. Right. Not a fan of Gavin Newsom whatsoever, but I'm also not a fan of spending, you know, the tens of millions of dollars to do this recall election that was probably going to fail from the beginning. So Gavin Newsom went to a dinner for a friend early in COVID, wasn't wearing his mask, even though he's telling everyone to wear their mask. This really pissed off Republicans, helped them get the signatures they need. The judge constantly kept pushing the date back on when you had to turn in the signatures. So, all right, the date's on. Now they got to do a uh, recall election. So how California works the recall election is absolutely anybody can join the recall. This is how you got Arnold Schwarzenegger running in 2003. This is how you get, like, porn stars, Gary Oldman, Gary Coleman, the, not Gary Oldman. Gary Coleman. Now, what you talk about, Willis, like that guy. Oh, that guy. He ran? He ran in 2003. This year, you had Caitlyn Jenner. Right. She only got like 1% of the fucking vote. Right. That was a whole spectacle. Yeah. She got more votes than I think Kanye West did for 2020 presidential election. Right. The presidential election. But uh, see, you had Caitlyn Jenner running. You had a bunch of YouTube stars. You had like 49 fucking candidates. And the big Republican who was running was Larry Elder. Now, Larry Elder is a shock jock from the old era, right? You, you don't really get a lot of radio stars anymore. Right. Like yeah. Howard Stern or Opie and Anthony or, or – you don't get them anymore. Just not as much of a popular medium anymore. No, it's not. And so he's from that old Rush Limbaugh age where you could just be like super out there and uh, right. piss people off and kind of get like in the news. So Larry Elder is an African-American who is far right wing. Okay. And that was his shtick, right? A lot of white people would share him as, look, he's one of the good ones kind of deal, right? right. Like, that was kind of like the thing where people would, white people would be sharing, saying, like, he's saying that racism isn't a thing. Therefore, like, you know, why don't all of them think? Really, it, it's kind of like just justifying their own racism. Right. Of in course. a lot of ways. Unsurprising. Yeah. So Larry Elder got the lion's share of the Republican votes. He, I think he had like. I believe the the final they're still counting for a while, but like they called it immediately. It was like sixty six percent to thirty three percent that Gavin Newsom was keeping his job. Now, to be fair, like two months ago, it was pretty close in the polls, right? Uh, because Republicans were active. Republicans in that state fucking hate uh, Gavin Newsom. People don't remember. Uh, people don't re- realize Northern California um, is incredibly, incredibly Republican. It, uh, they want to secede and become the 51st state, the state of Jefferson. Interesting. They, they fly the Jeffersonian flag. Um, it's, it's possible to live there and, like, never see a police officer because, like, how rural it is. Right. It's, like, out there right wing. Um, so. It's super rural, but then they'll, like, demand, like, equal representation in government, which yes. would then, like, give each individual, like, 100,000 votes for every one individual in New York right. or whatever. Right, and it reminds like, me mm-hmm. of our, so our fucked electoral system, again, if you're outside this country. So fucked. Every single state gets two senators, even if you're Rhode Island, uh, even if you're Connecticut, uh, even if you're California or New York. You know, it doesn't matter how big you are, you get two senators. Um, that kind of evens things out in the Senate, and how the House works is, depending on how big you are, you get more uh, seats. So, like, you know, California might get, like, 35, 38, you know, House seats, and then Rhode Island will get, like, one or two. And it's just kind of bounce the shit out, right? Right. Uh, so anyway, the, the whole thing about Larry Elder is, is Republicans super wanted uh, Larry Elder to get in because Larry Elder could have said, uh, no more mask mandates, no more vaccines in the biggest state in the country. Uh, I'm going to work against abortion. I'm going to work for gun laws and, and get people more guns out there. You know, I'm, I'm just going to be a right-wing gun nut for two years. Right. Um, and it failed, which, you know, a lot of people are, are happy. A lot of people are dunking on it. I don't think there's anything we can take from it. But it goes to show that Republicans leading up to 2022 and 2024 are going to be fucking cutthroat. Right. Goodness. I'm, I'm seeing, hor- like, horrible things They are going come to out. run like, every single state, every single race. Uh, they are going to run on Trumpism. Trump is probably going to run again. Uh, he's still doing rallies every Now, I thought about week. this. For right. Donald Trump, right? Uh, yeah. Want, v, I want you to do me a picture. Uh, do me a favor. Picture that you're Donald Trump. 
okay? Yeah, no problem. That's easy because I am Donald <laughs> Trump. I'm the best. Thank you. Believe you know, the me. The thing is, is like there are everyone has a Donald Trump impression, right? And uh, I think only like two or three people can do him like well, right? You know, it's rare when someone gets a good Trump impression. Yeah. If you watch like late news, like late night talk shows, right? You know, uh, Steve, like, I can do impressions of late night talk shows impressions. Right. how fucking bad and far off they are. It's like making a copy of a copy where like yeah. the resolution like, gets Trevor, worse and Trevor worse. Trevor Noah makes him sound like he's like a baby. Seth Meyers makes him sound like he's super just congested. Right. Yeah, they all have like their own little spin to it. Anyway, so I want you to picture that you're, you're, you're Donald Trump. You're 76 years old. You wear a diaper. You, uh, you have a great tan. Uh, he has amazing tan, folks. I mean, come on. He spends a lot of money on that tan. I'm not going to say it's not good. Now, you're losing me here. Nice quaffed hair. You recognize that my ability to detect your sarcasm is is stunted, so you're gonna have to uh, enlighten me here. Okay, so never mind. I'm just gonna move on from that. So, <laughs> so, so you're you're Donald Trump. The midterms are coming up. Now, traditionally, the party in charge loses the midterms, which means Joe Biden, who has a 50-50 Senate and like 12 extra seats that the Republicans don't have in the House, he might lose both of them uh, flat out, right? And that's wouldn't be shocking. Now, by how much really matters, right? If it's a big, like Obama, famously, he said he got a shellacking, right? That was the meme that he said. And he lost the House and Senate fucking waterfall. The Tea Party. Right. Ted Cruz got waved in on this, the, the fame of the, the Tea Party, right? Mm-hmm. The, the trifold hat, 1%, the 3% or whatever the fuck they did. They wore those fucking trifold fold hats. Mm-hmm. Like said, they were revolutionaries and shit. Uh, basically, just they they hated Larping. a black they hated a black guy in charge. Right. So, this could happen, to Joe Biden. Now you're you're Donald Trump again. Okay. I've been saying it a hundred times. You're fucking Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. When do you announce that you're president, right, or that you're running for president? Because if you November is election day, right? In in November, do you wait until after, or do you announce before? Because if you announce before. Before, before the midterms? Before the midterms. Like, right. hey, I'm running for president before the midterms, right? Mm-hmm. And that riles Democrats up, and the numbers for Republicans are not that great during the midterms, you look like shit. But if you wait, and the numbers don't look that good, then you look like... Because if it's a fucking... You look like land, a savior, then, because you're basically like, look, our party's not doing well, let me come in, well, let me the, step in Well, the party's going to run on Trumpism, no matter right. what. Right, right. That's the thing. So if he then announces after the midterms, and it's not that big of a gain... I am running for president, folks, right? All of a sudden, right. it, you, you got to wonder, like, well, why? Like, we didn't – it's not like we just fucking ran away with it. It was a close game. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a fucking landslide, then mm-hmm. it turns out great. You you go in there and you say, hey, I'm running for president. Like, look, Trumpism is still on the ballot. Right. So would I would be afraid if I was Trump. I'd be afraid to announce before the midterms and then I, I rally the Democrats against Republicans. Because right. what if he runs and, like, they don't take the House and Senate? What if they don't – they only take one of them? Right. Then it looks like, well, what the fuck? You know, right. uh, what if they take neither? Right. You know, then you're still going to run. You're still going to fucking go through this. Like, you just fucking cost the party everything. So if you're Donald Trump, when do you announce that you're running? Because I think he announces next year. You think he announces in 2022? 100%. I think he announces – he could announce tomorrow and I eat major shit. But I right. think he announces next year. Yeah, I think that sounds reasonable. I mean, your analysis of it's pretty accurate. Like, regardless of – it could go well for him or poorly for him either way, but I think, I think he should announce after. Not not that I'm rooting for him. Like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like. Him I would to do fail, the same. But, uh, I yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't want to take the risk, and I would say, I what, what I would do if I was him is I would go to like a hundred candidates and endorse them all, and as long as like more than half of them make it in. Mm-hmm. I would say, look what I've done. I'm running for president, right? Right. Uh, but then, do you look like shit if, if more than half do not make it in? Right. If you endorse all these fucking people and they don't get in. So it's, it's, it's a risk no matter what, no matter what he's announcing. Right. The only question is, when do you announce? And for the record, you can totally bomb in the midterms and your party loses power. Right. And then still do amazing in the general election. Yeah. Like, that's totally a possibility. Definitely. Um, I mean, two years is a long time and just enough time for your party to fuck up. Um, yeah, I mean, and uh, for to people be fair, to forget. the last president who lost the White House, the Senate, and the House all at once was like, well, it was Donald Trump, but before him, it was like Herbert Hoover to FDR. Right. So, and I'm not calling Joe Biden FDR, but. As much as the Democrats would like to keep yeah, asserting he, that he is. He's much more of a Jimmy Carter or a. Right. I, I compare him more to Ford. 
Ford. If, okay. If you think of Nixon being such a controversial figure, then after Nixon, we had Ford, and and we also had uh, Carter. The idea was like, hey, we're gonna like heal the soul of the nation. Right. Like we're not gonna be corrupt. We're gonna be good Christian Catholic. It's sort of a it sort of men. parallels what you said in the last episode about how you know Germany prefers to vote for like the most bland person. Right. Just because they want to vote for like the direct antithesis of their historical like, you know. Right. They they associate <laughs> like bombasticness with like Adolf Hitler. Right. Like, for the record, uh, the SDP, the Social Democratic Party, uh, yeah. uh, you know, obviously they're not socialists, but they are social democrats mm. in the same vein as the Scandinavian countries. That party is set to win, I think, next Tuesday, December 22nd, so whenever the fuck that is. Right. But um, yeah, they're set to uh, have a big win. Yeah. All uh, right. If that well, happens, then they are they are joining the other Scandinavian countries, and it continues the, the further left shift. The and leftening. The leftening. Uh, well, you'll hear hear about it first from us here, folks. Now China can just take over Taiwan. The leftening will continue. Right, exactly. I endorse Chinese taking over Taiwan supremacy uh, uh, viewpoints. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Nothing nothing to see here, folks. Nothing controversial nothing. at all in that statement. <laughs> so, basically, um, Gavin Newsom won. Yes, right. It's, um, it's going to be uh, absolutely just a fucking mess in the next two years, as... I mean, we're already redistricting. Right. We are we are redrawing all of our maps. Actually, I'm glad that you brought up the fuck upedness and the intricacies of um, the way our government works, especially on the state level. Right. Uh, we don't have to do a whole segment on that right now, but um, I, I just learned today that there's just so much more to the whole Texas abortion ban okay. than I was able to articulate in the last episode, and I want to do the topic justice for everybody who is listening uh, to that and wanting to get some information. So I think we're what we're going to do, I found this amazing video by a guy on YouTube that goes by Legal Eagle, mm-hmm. resting at a comfortable 2.04 million subscribers. You know, eh, not a lot. You know, no, we'll get there pretty not soon. Not as much as us. Not as much as us. Guy's really good. I've been watching him for a while. He, I think he's a lawyer. He just, you know, basically he discusses and dissects uh, all sorts of laws that come, you know, policies to get passed, laws that come out, Supreme Court rulings, this and that. He goes very in depth, and he just released a 30-minute video actually discussing in depth how the Texas abortion ban works, why it's so devastating, why it doesn't really benefit anybody, even including Republicans, and why it's so fucked up. Essentially, I'm not going to do it any justice here, but the gist is that the way that they crafted the wording of the law precludes the ability to go through the normal channels that you would go through to escalate something to the Supreme Court, which I think, based on the current rulings, would probably have shot this thing down, especially since the Maybe. the law like pretty obviously and explicitly goes against Roe v. Wade. So the way they crafted it, essentially, because no particular person that is a part of the government is in, like, in charge of enforcing the law, Instead, they're they're relying on something called private attorney general laws. Essentially, it's someone unaffected by the law can sue on someone else's behalf if there's a violation of the law. And so you can't... I don't think you can go to the Supreme Court by suing another private person. You have to sue a public entity. And so it's this giant shit show, carefully constructed to fuck women's rights. Right. They knew Um, what they were doing. They knew what they were doing, so... We'll put the uh, we'll put a link to the the full video in the description. Whatever whatever platform you happen to be listening us, to us on, just go and check it out. I, I recommend it. So it's time to talk about the uh, the great dress incident of twenty twenty one. Ooh, right. Do you know anything well, about it? Well, do you remember the throwback? Do you remember? I forget what year it was. The black and blue dress. Yes. All right, tell me. No, that t- would be a good controversy. She shows up wearing that fucking. She dress. she wears that fucking. That dress. would be. <laughs> that's a fucking controversy. I'd like to see. Oh, me too. That's one that we could really get into. So, what did you see the dress as? Was it black and blue for you, or it was black and blue? It was black and blue. Same here. Same here. And anyone that says contrary gold to that is fucking wrong. Gold and white, or it's just wrong. I want to hear it. Right. So What's weird is. Uh, uh, yeah. I was able to see it as white and gold. 
Right. Um, but then I couldn't get back to black and blue. I had to, like, I don't know what I had to it do. I had to, like, while. squint my eyes, yeah. maybe look at it at a, under a certain angle, right. pat my head and rub my belly right. and do and a handstand it. or she whatever. She should have worn that. Right. Unfortunately, she, uh, she wore a dress that a big, beautiful white gown, and on the gown it said, Tax the Rich in all red uppercase letters. Right. Now, this caused a lot of controversy on the right, on the left. Now, she did it at the Met Gala, Gala, whatever. Gala. Gala. I would say, I don't know why I always do Gala. That. I don't good know why sir. I would say Gala. Makes me sound like a, <laughs> uh, yes. a rich Frenchman. Yeah. Um, so our, our one French listener is, is angry. Is um, angry. I'm sure. Again, well, actually, he feels, or they feel, very represented right now, so. Right. Um, so they feel very represented by, by saying that they are uh, eating their big French bread they're laughing like oh ha ha at the pod. They're taking their. They're listening to this on their moped, on their uh, moped, yeah, go, in the catacombs, right? As, as they're going to work, their job is probably wearing like that shirt a mime wears, right? That black and white thing, and, and a uh, beret, and a beret, and that's probably just their job. But anyway, so that's yeah. our one French listener who's gone. I know we have a German listener uh, or two, but uh, if you're a German listener, I want you to know that we love you. So. Keep we love it. you. I know we, we talked we, about German politics just a little bit. Once look, or twice. look, we don't hold any any grudges. It's been many decades. No. you know it, it's fine. It's cool. I'd like the Communist Party to win in Germany myself, but anyway, we'll keep going. So she wore a dress. She was at the the Mecula, Gala. Gala. I did it again. G- G- Gala. I think I'm back in France. Right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, she, there she was wearing the dress. Now it this is a shot for a lot of famous uh, men and women. To wear a weird, stunning outfit, get a thousand photos taken, it is a fashion thing, right? Right. Um, now, tickets cost like $35,000. Right. For okay. a dinner plate. For just to get in, like right. the door. It's like $35,000. Now, AOC claims that she was invited, so she didn't have to pay. Mm. And then once she gets inside, she's wearing a big Tax the Rich gown. Right. Okay. Now... You can look at these photos. Some of the people who are wearing shit is, you know, not my taste of art. But, right. you know, if you want to wear a, a large puffy jacket that's like 12 times the size of a normal puffy jacket, that's on you. I don't really give a fuck. I, I never. Listen, I might be just just right. uncultured swine for saying this, but I never understood, like, runway models and, like, this idea of wearing like a big puffy trash, yeah, just weird shit. trash bag on your body, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like uh, maybe like a traffic cone on your head, killing the last dodo bird to like steal its feathers to put it in your hair, you know, right. like the you know, like I I never understood that. I it looks tacky. It's right. horrible, just unimaginably right. horrible. So, right. so now know. that we've we've shit on the every model listening, I'm sure there's plenty of you. We just lost the entire model population. The entire model audience gone. The French models have already been gone, but that's fine. I'm sorry, Pepe Le Pew. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm not sorry. Fuck Pepe Le Pew. That, he was weird, remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like he, he was kind of like a date rapist. Right. That, that was back before... Uh, uh, that was way before me, too. Yeah. You know, that poor cat. Different universe. The sad thing is, no one knows that cat's name. No one knows that No one knows that, that poor cat's name. Assaulted every fucking cartoon. No one. Anyway, we got to move. Yeah. We got to get passes. So she was, <laughs> we're fucking bogged down. So there she <laughs> is in, in in the dress. A lot of blow up from people because a did she pay for the ticket? She says she didn't. B why did you go to such a bougie event? Right. Uh, C there were plenty of people outside the event who were protesting. Why weren't you with the protesters? A lot of these protesters were arrested. Uh, D, there's a huge homeless population around the area. You could have gone to them in the dress. You know what I mean? Right. Taking photos with those people. Right. Uh, you're, you're basically, you look bad in a way that's like you're with all these rich people wearing this tax the rich shirt. It, it's kind of like going to the the dingo lounge and saying stop eating babies. Yeah. It's like, well, you're in the dingo lounge. Right. Right. It's like, uh, you look like you it's look. It's like bad. going to a like a like a hookah bar and being like, yeah, you know, you guys should stop smoking. Exactly. Right? It's like why the well, why yeah. the fuck Everyone are you here? Everyone should like, stop smoking. And you're wearing a, you're wearing a jacket. You're wearing like a dare shirt, which is a, a dare joke, shirt, which is yeah, a joke yeah. that only like 90s Americans get. It's like an anti drug. Uh, they come to your school and say that crack is whack. And that they 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 inhaled right. one marijuana and then one whole marijuana and right. they killed their family. 
um, they drove their car into a gas station. Right. And uh, they exploded, and the, you know, they watched their face melt. Uh, right. In the rearview mirror of, I don't know. Anyway, again, we're bogged down on this. But basically, yeah, like that was the, yeah. the whole controversy, and it's still fucking going. I don't understand it. I, how do you feel? Like, are you pissed over it? I, yeah, I'm pissed over it in just way too many directions. I'm pretty scattered on this issue. Um, again, it's a non-issue, right? Like, I'd rather much... It's I'd much rather be... Yeah, I'd much rather be talking about, like, climate change and, like, wealth inequality. Yeah, this and, like, reminds me of them dancing on the steps of, like, Congress and getting recorded, or... Right. I'm gonna go out there and sleep on the steps with a sleeping bag and blah blah blah. You know, it, it's performative, it's not actually doing anything... Right, AOC has sort of been relatively controversial in the last couple of years. Uh, this is another example of that. It's just all around bad optics, and I'm, and it's and it's so bad. I'm on. I'm borderline conspiratorial about it. Like I feel like whoever invited her to it knew that there was no way she could attend that event with and right. win and Why come out winning. Yeah, I remember. It was like almost like a political attack on her to invite her to the thing. There's a true story with Fidel Castro where. He gets invited to New York. The UN is meeting there or something. So all these countries are in New are in New York at the same time, and there's supposed to be a meeting of American leaders. So South America, Central America, North America—they're all supposed to get together in a room. And Fidel Castro is not invited. Right. They, don't, they purposely don't invite him to dinner. So he go. He's in the hotel still. Mm. So he gathers up the hotel staff and has dinner with them instead. Right. And they have a photo of him with, like, the bellhop and the waiter. And, right. And uh, he says, I belong to the poor. Right. Right? And my whole thing is, if I was AOC, mm. I would have said, yo, here's an email where they invited me to the this gala. Right? Mm-hmm. Gala. Gala. Yeah. I can't say it. Just think of, like, Gallup poll. Gotta think of Galaga. Like, Galaga, right. The game. Or Galadriel. I don't know what that is. Uh, is that a number? <laughs> I told you I don't know numbers. <laughs> Oh boy! It's in we between just, eleven and twelve. So now we pissed off the uh, the Lord of the Rings enthusiasts. Okay. Uh, well, I was always more of a Star Wars guy. Oh, okay. Um, so that this is the last official podcast. We'll never episode. finish this conversation. Yeah, no. this, this is just going on forever. But yeah, no. So, I mean, if I if I was her, I would have shown off all these invites. I would have laughed at it publicly. Said, "Go fuck right. yourself." And then I would have gone in that dress to, like, the, the, the nearest fucking homeless shelter. Right. I would have wore it there. Or I would have gone outside in the dress Honestly, with the protesters. What and the I, would, most... I would my, with my massive – now I'm thinking. My right. massive fucking email campaign and my massive fucking text groups and with Bernie's text group, I would say, yo, I want every fucking protester in front of this fucking thing. Right. Wear as nice clothing as you possibly have. Right. We'll have our own fucking gala outside. That's what I was just about to suggest was – just make a uh, make a, a similar dinner and just invite average people, invite right. activists, invite environmentalists, invite BLM, invite... But instead she wants to go and hang out with Whoopi Goldberg. Right. The optics are just terrible. I don't know what she was expecting. It's sort of like, it's sort of like a caricature. She's making a caricature of herself by going right. in this crazy dress. Right. It, it, it's, it's almost yeah. like she, she was going to go no matter what. Right. I might as well... I mean, it's not even like, it's just a dress with paint on it. It's just right. a dress with the words tax the rich on it. Right. It's not even like it's, like from the front, she's not even making a statement. No, no. You know, it's only when she turns around. Right. And So if she's sitting down and having dinner, you're not making a fucking statement. You're eating dinner with all these fucking rich people. Right. And there's something to be said about, I remember, I forget uh, like what bride tuber I was watching when I came across this topic, but. Jordan Peterson. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jordan Peterson, the ultimate bread tuber, right. like based as fuck, red pilled. Mm. Mm. You need to understand that uh, the rich and the poor mm. responsibilities. Wait, and... What's your is that? What, what's your best uh, Jordan Peterson? Oh, I, I can't. He's uh, mm. I've got a pretty loud and boisterous voice, and he's I'll got he's my antithesis. Closest to Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Voice. <laughs> hey, hey, Conky! Uh, oh, Remember uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no way the audience is still listening. No, no, they've 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 left early on. I can't I can't blame them. Um, but uh, basically, the concept is that as soon as you get into those inner circles and into Washington, as it corrupts you, it it, it corrupts you. 
in so many different ways, but one that's really potent is the face-to-face relationships you make. Right. Where it is extremely easy for you and I to go on Twitter and just say, hey, Nancy Pelosi, fuck. It's super easy. Right, but if we see Nancy Pelosi every day... Yeah, if we see her every day... All of a sudden, day, it's like, I know Nancy. She's, we, not, she's no longer Nancy Pelosi, she's Nancy. She's Nancy. Like, I know her. I probably know her family members. I right. know... Uh, her favorite flavor of ice cream, right. you know, as cringy as that fucking is. Um, we have, we probably have lunch together. Lunch together, we're probably, you know, in a lot of the same meetings. We have to make right. eye contact. And it's those little subtle things that you might not think is that impactful, especially if, you know, if you're like a raging socialist, you're a communist, you're ready to overthrow everything. It's like the moment you actually come face-to-face with someone, it's like, ah. Uh, can't, I can't do that to them. I can't. I'm so... Oh, right. You know, right. Early on in, in AOC's career, like she just got elected. She had a huge protest outside Nancy Pelosi's office. Right. Why hasn't she done that since? Right. And yeah, no, AOC has disappointed a lot of people on the left. I mean, calling Nancy Pelosi mama bear and refusing to, you know, force the vote on Medicare for all. Uh, I don't know if you were there for that whole force the vote, you uh, know, yeah. fiasco. And that's probably just two instances in a long list laundry list of things that AOC has done and or not done since but i think this one's just the most perplexing because i i can't come up with an angle in which she and possibly her strategists and staffers thought would happen would have yeah spoken about in like the you know the conference room that they met right. in if and you're like, rich you th- you hate this if you're a republican you hate this cuz you hate AOC right if you're on the left you hate this cuz it's like why the fuck are you there why are you now, even there again, me personally i don't give a fuck i right. really don't if you want to if you want to go to a dinner look it's a free dinner mm. you want to wear your dress at the dinner no wanna, actually i don't give a fuck like, personally i really don't i'm saying i wouldn't have done it but at the same time if she wants to make a statement if she thought like hey look i this is like a billboard i know millions of people are going to see this photo I'm about to make a statement that like people talk about. Again, I disagree. I understand. I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt, quite frankly. But I, again, I'm yeah. not like pissed. And, and it's super performative because it's not even like it would have been even more impressive was if she made a dress and then instead of just writing tax the rich, if she wrote she had a on it a guillotine, yeah. she had a guillotine on it. <laughs> guillotine chan. It was like an Killed anime Jeff representation Bezos on on her dress. Yeah, it was like a. I'm not endorsing that. Please don't. Oh, what was the... I forget. Some comedian did, like, a... She published, like, what? Like, a picture of of Trump, beheaded Trump, and Uh, she was holding Trump's head, and it was all bloody and stuff. uh, Kathy Lee Gifford, or... Ah, I'm terrible with names. You could say it was, like, Blue from Blue's Coos, and I believe you. Um, But um, if if AOC had worn a dress that had something like uh, actual, like, um, like, tax statistics, like, how much corporations and billionaires have paid in the last year if you had stuff on your dress that would be incredibly difficult for any sort of establishment media organization to publish because it's the type of statistics they want to keep away from the public and because of those like and because you're wearing this dress that's why you want to go to this thing to bring awareness to these issues that'd be kind of cool that'd be kind of based it'd be like all right you know like now you're making a statement you're actually bringing to the conversation like the real issues. But, you know, this just whole blanket statement of, like, eh, tax the rich, you know? It, like, uh, doesn't go into any of the nuance of, like, well, is it the I mean, tax well, rate's too low? Do you have on right. But again, right. just more the point, why the fuck did you go in the first place? If you right. didn't make the statement you need to make. Or even you could have done something like put a URL, like a bit.ly link on, Ooh. and then just people would be like, what's that? So and that's then clever. People would go on there, that, and I then like they'd that be like, a lot. They'd be they'd open up a page full of just like statistics about how like billionaires pay less than the their right. lowest paid worker. They'll be like here here's their tax rate here's like their effective tax rate like what they actually paid. Like again, I'm a lot of leftists are are sick of AOC, tired of her. I'm not. I don't hate her. I don't dislike I, her. Yeah. I would I would vote for AOC. I I'm, obviously she's a state representative. She ran for like senator of the state that I'm in. I would vote for. I, Same. I do like her. Um, I just think this was a a misstep in a way. And again, I'm willing. I'm also willing to admit that maybe I could be wrong. Maybe this does get a conversation going. Maybe people bring this up a few years from now, and this is still something people talk about. I doubt it is. I doubt it. But uh, if it look, I'm I'm open to the possibility that she just 
Look, I I didn't like her doing this, but I'm also of the mindset that alternatively, alternatively maybe she just wanted to go to fucking dinner and meet some rich people. Right. At I that mean, point, it's like you know, would we do the same? Right. If you told like, who am I sitting next to? Like, let me know. Like, right. Am yeah. I sitting next to George Clooney? Like, I might be going to that fucking dinner. Right. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't pay thirty grand to sit. No, I would not be paying thirty. Clooney. I would not be paying thirty grand. I no. would be invited for free. Yeah, invited for free. You get yeah. to eat some surf and turf. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, cool then shit. Maybe, honestly, maybe I would fucking go too. Right. <laughs> But, like, I'm, I'm of the mindset that beggars can't be choosers, and right now, like, the left is sorely wanting for any representation in the government, even if it's, even if this is as good as we get, if we still need to get to the point where we, we have enough of a foothold in, in Congress to make a difference, and we can't get that if we keep canceling every left-leaning politician that does something cringy. Yeah, you, you have to let it go. At the end of the day, this is a... a I mean, I, I know that po- opinion's really unpopular among the terminally terminally online, yeah. like, leftist community on Twitter uh, that like to pretend they they care about issues, but it, you need... We need allies, and... Right. And here's the thing. I'm not even saying that, like, electoral politics is the answer. I'm not saying that we're going to take over the Democratic... I'm not fucking stupid, right? What I'm, what I'm saying here is the more left-leaning voices that we get in positions of power where they can talk and make discussions, you wake more people up, you get more class consciousness, and then maybe we can actually split off to our own party, or maybe there is another alternative right. in general right. that, you know, yeah. maybe Lenin would uh, recommend. Right. Yeah. But that's a whole different topic. See, now that we actually have, like, a couple dozen listeners, I'm kind of afraid just to, like, say, hey, we should probably do, like, a violent overthrow. And, and, uh, yeah, because at what, at what point, like, what threshold, when do we cross the threshold of, like... Now we say shit, people actually listen, you know? And, and then we get, like, fucking thrown in Gitmo for... Yeah. for encourage- we joked earlier, we got a few dozen people listening, like, you gotta be... Right. Gotta be smart about it. Gotta be smart about it. Guys, do not try to overthrow capitalism do not, by any do means. Do not do that. that but if you not, were to do it, pitchforks would not be the answer because it's like OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah, it's like OJ <laughs> If I were to do it, here's how I'd do it. Right. Yeah. But I definitely did not do that, and I did not recommend it. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess we'll see where where this goes. I'm sure this will be another one of those one of those like culture war things that will that will blow over within a couple days, and then right. it'll be the next controversy. So hopefully next week. By the way, good job on, on having an episode back to back two weeks in a row. Hey, you know we'll take it, right? Very proud. Celebrate um, every small win, you know. Right. So hopefully next week we got more things to talk about, a couple more events, uh, and that's about all I have. What about you? That's it, man. I, I think that's uh, let's put a bow on it. All right, everybody. Uh, have a great night. All See right. You next week. Good night, guys. Stay safe. If I had a bell. I'd ring it in the morning, I'd ring it in the